0: It's time for Caught on Tape with Doug Murin. And now your host, Doug Murin. Hey, welcome to the show today. Uh, Today we're going to talk about managing influences in your life. Uh, Great topic. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, I think it's going to be a little challenging to some, but uh, uh, when we come back to it, I'm going to cover, probably we'll get up to at least seven, maybe more points about how to uh, manage, uh, what influences your attitude, what influences your, uh, thinking, what influences your, uh, uh, response to other people, your emotional state. What are some of the influences in your life spiritually? Do you have the right kind of influences? And, uh, I, I think you'll enjoy it. But before we get going, uh, let me, let me encourage you. Uh, this is a, a listener, kind of a friend sponsored show. I have some great friends who have, uh, underwritten just a, an amazing amount of this show. But what, one of the things I want to do, I'm an evangelist, and the Murin Group is an evangelistic group, and uh, we do evangelism in churches gradually. Uh, I'm beginning to do schools of evangelism, we call them, which can come in two formats, either a Wednesday, Thursday night, or on a weekend, can even be spread out over a few months. But I find churches have lost the art form of what I would call loving, effective uh Uh, presentations of the gospel. And uh, part of the team I work with, I work with some pretty profound people, I want to tell you. They've, They've done some amazing things in their life. And we're also working with congregations on developing strategies for outreach because the truth is you never do outreach unless you plan to do it and you have a strategic plan. I'm not bragging, but I was told the other day I hold the record for numbers of people who receive Christ In a local church in the top 10 of all time in the United States of America. In one of the churches I led, and in another, we did it extremely well. And others, a couple others I worked with in the South, I was simply one of the team and I designed that kind of thing. That's sort of my wheelhouse is designing outreach. Uh, formats that have ongoing impact, because if we're not doing evangelism, we're being evangelized by the darker side. <laughs> That's The truth is, there is no neutral ground. I loved Francis Schaefer. I loved the, his presentation. No such thing as neutral ground. You're, you're either pushing the gospel ahead or you're being encroached upon from without. There is, there is no option but to be advancing the love of Christ and the message of Christ ahead. And what I want to talk about today has a little bit to do with that. So if you'd like to hear more about it, uh, get a hold of me. Go to com. There's a little spot there. You can say, hey, Doug, uh, we either want to help make sure you fund those things, or two, we'd be interested in having some outreach things happen. Influences. Influences in your and my life uh, of – I'm going to tell you, wherever you sit now, they've made or, or broken you already you're already the product more than you realize of influences you've allowed to come into your life. The book of Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20 says, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. That makes sense, doesn't it? And the companion of fools will suffer harm. Oh, what a, what a great, great verse. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. Um, I, I think of, uh, in our town, uh, uh, the, the, the founders of Microsoft sort of helped each other invent some pretty amazing stuff. Bill Gates and Paul Allen, a <clears throat> couple smart guys that sharpened one another and literally changed the world. And I think both of them, as you read their life stories and all, they will clearly show that they actually, without the two of them sharpening one another, probably wouldn't have accomplished anywhere near what we've seen happen there. The same with Your My Life. I when I when I speak with students, uh, uh, man, as young as as late grade school, junior high, and I know when I uh, get with people, I, I I tell them choose your friends carefully. Right now, I feel there's some listening, and and you're spiritually sort of on a on a slide down. And if you were real honest, part of the factor involved there is a a bad choice of a friend. Uh, no one. No one has ever that I know uh, fallen that quickly into the things like uh, affairs outside of marriage or or dishonesties at work. it's 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 always been a what I would call a slow induction where you're slowly influenced and whoever walks with the wise is wise will become wise, the Bible says. So one of the things I like to tell, Everybody, but particularly when I get a chance to talk with students, is choose your friends well. But more than that, it goes even a little further. Manage your influences in your life. What what is influencing you? Whoever walks with the wise is going to become wise. Whoever walks with fools is going to be a fool. And you know, I've I've been at this long enough, and I've raised a couple, well, four kids now. I can I can almost predict the outcome of a person's life now by the friends they choose. It's it's amazing how good I am at it. I can I can tell I can tell way ahead that that the choice of friends, the influences in your life that you make are going to be a problem. How how are you influenced? What are the what are the partnerships that you make in your in your life? It's it's one of the reasons that I think youth groups are so vital in our churches. And probably the most important, I think, person in any church is the youth leader department. Because it is at that age group where you're learning to determine who will and, and who won't influence your life. And uh, I I know for me, I nearly torpedoed my life by unwise influences. And when I when I met Christ I I met a wise man. He was a he was a man. His name was Mo Morris. We called him Mo, and he was a great influencer. But I remember him sitting me down one afternoon and said, "Doug, you know, I see one problem with your life." And I said, "Well, what's that?" And he said, "You make terrible friends." <laughs> and he said, "What you need to realize is no one no one ever." Succeeds beyond the quality of influences in their life, he said. It was really quite interesting. He said, "You need to go make some friends of people who challenge you." That's what I think of when I think of a home church. Everybody says, "I just, I just really feel comfortable in this church." When they say that, I just, I just feel really at home at this place. Well, I always thought that was complimentary, but then I thought, well, no. The Bible says that friends sharpen friends. Like an iron. And, and sometimes you need a friendship in your life, one that challenges you, somebody that raises your standards intellectually, spiritually, uh, in, in all ways. I have some of those friends. I, I, I have, I, I had a friend who decided I was, I was way too overweight. And, uh, uh, he had been a marine. <laughs> in fact, I'll tell you, he was—he was—had been accepted in the astronauts corps. Now, you—you you don't know me that well. I mean, you don't know me at all, probably. But let's just put it this way: I'm probably not a candidate to be an astronaut, let alone uh, even a <laughs> even an athlete. And my friend Ted decided. And he was—he'd been a colonel in the Marines. He decided he was going to get me in shape. Now, uh I was his boss, but we were f- more friends. And and I—I'm I re- going to tell you, I didn't really enjoy my lunch times with Ted because you, he talked me into running about three miles every noon, like a doggone marine, <laughs> and. And you got to understand I I was a like a musician when when I came Christ we we didn't we didn't jog for our for our gigs we we slept till noon and and uh and I found myself going to becoming a Christian and going through school grad school and and then being in charge of a Bible school and Ted would have me up early and running and running and I lost weight man I I think I lost 30 40 pounds and uh but Ted was a friend who sharpened me. Now, I, I, I learned from that and many other experiences <clears throat> that you can be lazy about your friendships. And I tell teenagers this. Sometimes you can be lazy about your friendships and be around people who are just sloppy, just kind of lazy, they like to lay around, do nothing. Your life, I want to tell you, and one of the reasons for the body of Christ is we're to challenge one another to greatness. Uh, and and I have learned when uh, someone uh, asked me how can they be a success in life, I said choose your friends carefully. Choose your influences. Watch your influences in your life. Watch those who shape your attitudes. Uh, you know, one of the one of the one of the, the great, great things that happened in my life is I had the experience of working with women. Uh, in ways that you didn't often get to do that in ministry when I was younger because it was very dominated by uh, by men. but i I learned a fascinating thing i I learned how to think like the opposite gender. I was challenged by that and I had a I had a couple friends who were who were genius leaders and they were female. And I learned so much from them. I I wanted to be influenced by how they thought, and I did it deliberately. and And it was challenging. I, I one one of the young women who worked with me was not an easy person to to work with. Uh, she was she was she was going to make sure you knew you knew uh, you know how it was supposed to go. But I learned so much because I allowed myself to be influenced in ways I wouldn't have otherwise. So if you're listening today, I want to, I want to just, I just felt to tell you today, you may be struggling spiritually, vocationally or whatever. Let me ask you to think about your influences. You know, uh, what, what about the TV? What about the junk that's on there? What, what do you read? Who do, who do you read that influences and shapes your mind? Uh, I I was in uh, Bellevue, Washington, uh, uh, on an evening time, and I I was visiting uh, Barnes and Noble bookstore. And I'm always watching successful people. I I like to watch successful people that are spiritually successful, vocationally. I I, I just like watching vocational. I don't care about cool people. Cool people don't impress me. It, it, I've been around plenty of cool people. I, I like to watch people who kind of have accomplished what they set out to do. And I ran into Bill Gates at Barnes <laughs> & Noble Bookstore. Now, Bill had two armloads of books as he walked up to the counter. And I thought, hey, here's my opportunity. I'm going to see what he's reading. My goodness, he was reading some of the most boring-looking stuff I saw. And 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 yet, uh, I read his as some of the articles later on, and I could see why he knows a little bit about everything. And I tell you, I was influenced by him right then. So you don't have to know someone well to be influenced by them. And I thought, well, you know, Bill Gates, richest guy in the world, he's reading 14 books. He's not buying cartoons. He's not, not buying, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, novels. He's, he's reading some of the most interesting stuff. And so I was influenced by that. And you will be influenced by different people in your life. Choose your influences carefully, the Bible says, to do that. Be around the wise. On the job. Hang around the most successful guy on the job. In the church, be influenced by those who have lives that are remarkable. Choose your influences well. The Bible says to do that. And I think Christ... By His Spirit is always trying to influence us by one another. First Corinthians fourteen is an interesting passage. It's scriptures twelve to fourteen. It talks about, in my mind, if you read those sections of scriptures carefully, it talks about how you're influenced by the Spirit's working through other people's lives. He talks about the gift of encouragement. He talks about the gift of exhortation. If you're sharing the gift of exhortation, we usually think of that in Pentecostal terms. Somebody sharing some exhortive word, but really. I think the idea is people who spur you on to do better, a a life of exhortation, people who spur you on, Uh, a life of comfort, a life of healing, influences that heal you up. Uh, I I think these are important. And sometimes pathologies can lead you to the wrong people. So help your kids choose their friends well and their influences and choose yours as well. I think you'll be happy you did. Hey, uh, I'm going to interrupt here and... uh, take care of some, uh, well, well, I guess we could call it business. Uh, this is a this is a faith-operated mi- ministry. I have a lot of friends who've helped us put this on there, and we always need more friends because I'll, I'll tell you, one of the things we want to do with this show is not just explain how faith works and do evangelism, but there's another part of the show that we're working with uh, the network on, little short vignettes about how to receive Christ, a little evangelism. And uh, I've got some sponsors, but I would like to see if I couldn't get some people who listen to show regularly who want to uh, invest some funds to buy airtime at times when people who probably are seeking something in their life would be listening to FM stations or, or even the station you're listening to now. If you'd like to help us with any contribution, it really will only go toward airtime. It doesn't doesn't go to anything else. Uh, let me tell you how you can do that. You can go to our webpage. It's the simplest thing. Go to your go to your computer, pull up Bing or Google or whatever you do. Put in dugmironradio.com. dugmironradio.com and in there there's a little section where you can give by PayPal or my address is there where you can contribute and rather than have you go find a pen and write down an address, just, just everybody's got a computer. Go to your computer Look it up and you could help me reach people. That's, that's what we're wanting to do right now. And I need to raise some money to be able to do that. I have some friends who've gotten me a good chunk of the way there, and we'll put it toward airtime here. Thank you for taking the time to consider that. I'm I'm praying for some people to respond. And another way to support the Caught on Tape broadcast, when you purchase Logos Bible software products, a portion of those proceeds will benefit this radio program. Just go to logos.com slash caught on tape. That's logos.com slash caught on tape. And now back to more Caught on Tape with Doug Murin. How do we influence others hmm how are you are you a good influence on others i I wanted to be that I think some of the ways we really influence others effectively is first off prayer you can influence your your children for example as much by prayer as you can by discipline or what you say i I have had as a pastor over the years that parents come to me with children having horrendous problems and i was I wasn't trying to be judgmental or in any way caustic, but I would often ask them, "Have you set aside some prayer time and i I tell them the story of my one of my early superintendents as a as a pastor uh I called him up and I wanted to quit <laughs> i said i said, "I don't like these people <laughs> and he said, ah, nobody does." <laughs> He said, what I want you to do, I'm not." he said, you can't quit. I said, I can't quit? Who, who do you think you are saying I can't quit? He said, I will accept your resignation if you will go and pray all night for one week from 10 till 3 in the morning in the sanctuary for that church. And if at the end of those five days you tell me God told you to quit, I'll accept your resignation. Now, it never crossed my mind that that really wasn't any of his business. <laughs> I was afraid of Doc. <laughs> he was had a lot of authority in the Lord. And, and I, so I said, okay. So that's, you know, that's what I did. I, I went to the sanctuary. I said, boy, I've, I've never, you know, are you serious? A week? I said, I've done two nights maybe. He no. said, take a pillow and a blanket, and if you fall asleep, sleep on the sanctuary, but pray. Read the story of Samuel. And pray until you hear God. And when you hear God, you call me. Well, by the time I got through that week, I I had discovered, one, I was just kind of a baby. Two, uh, I kind of had satisfied myself that probably all people were pretty much a problem. And there wasn't going to be any place I would go. There would be any fewer problems. And at the end of the week, I had a whole new call from God to do ministry and I'm not I'm sure in fact I know personally it doesn't always work out this way but we had at the end of that one month period of time where I committed to pray we didn't we had not one but two congregations come and ask to join our congregation we had two churches full churches come and ask me to be their pastor and we went from 40 people I really didn't care for <laughs> to about 200 some people most of whom I didn't know and many of whom I would never get to know cuz they showed up in such an unusual way they just arrived so i have always felt like this that one of the one of the real ways to be influenced is one you've got to slow down enough to be with god to make sure you're being influenced by him and and that you are allowing Allowing for grace to speak into your situation. I've I've had a couple situations in my life where I've quit early. I know I have, and they're deeply I, I regret them. I'm I'm not a really old man, but I'm 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 getting enough years so I can look back and say, Ooh, that was a that was a bad move. So I I, I tell everyone don't jump ship too soon. I uh I uh was used to one of the things I like to do, there's a place downtown Seattle that had the best split pea soup you've ever had. And I'm I'm an insomniac, so I'd be up studying. And, and it was open all night, and all the grunge rockers went to this place. And I kind of like sharing the Lord with them anyway. And I met some of Soundgarden and some of the different groups from, from Seattle down at this little – it was a little dive. I, I would take my uh, my notes, and my notebooks, and go down and, and get my split pea uh, Soup, and and talk to the guys down there. They were all hiring kites, and and there's this there's this pastor guy down in the middle of them, uh, eating his split pea soup every night. And uh, I would I would just quietly leave the house so I didn't wake the family. And but there, there was this one night, there was uh this, this this guy went out to catch the bus, one of the guys, and it was raining hard. And he waited and he waited and he waited and he waited. And he waited and he'd he come back into the place and about the time he'd get back into the building the bus would pull up he'd see the bus he would tear out of the building and head for the bus stop and the bus would pull away <laughs> as he got there he did that about 4 times that night and i was sitting there and the holy spirit spoke to me and said you know what that's exactly what you're like I said, what he says you give up just about when the bus is about to get there. And I was preparing for the show today and I thought, you know, I'm going to tell that story because I brought it back to myself a number of times over the years. Don't quit too soon. Don't quit too soon. I have a couple times and regret it. Just stand there at the bus stop, get a little wet on you, get a little rain and, and, uh, and uh, you know, manage the influences in your life. Get those little help. You can spot a good friend because they'll help you hang in. They'll help you stick in there. They'll, they'll stand beside you and uh, they will, they will really make certain that your life is strong. Watch the influences in your life. Watch what you, watch what you think about, watch the attitudes of those around you. I always told my kids, choose friends who have good attitudes, choose people who have stick to I've, I've watched too many people get the wrong influences in their life and have their lives torpedoed right out from under them anyway that's the genius of finding a good church by the way i'm a i'm a church guy and i believe in good churches and and uh so anyway i hope you consider that count your influences first corinthians 14 says that we are to be a comfort by the gift of the spirit to one another which i think means help one another hang in there uh, we also bring consolation which is an encouraging word to edify means to build up to strengthen you become strengthened and encouraged when you hang out with other people build the influences that make a difference in your life this week and i think you need to do an assessment i want to encourage you to do this assess the influences in your life as to whether they are positive or negative and get rid of the negative ones i do that every once in a while sometimes it can be uh, a thought sometimes it can be a person sometimes it can be uh sort of an uh, a a relational influence, any number of things can be there. you may need to determine what am I being influenced by. Am I being influenced by the Holy Spirit? Am I spending time like I do? I read five chapters of the Bible every single day every day because I want to be influenced by What's there? I encourage you to do that. Again, a reminder as we part today, if you, one, would like to have a school of evangelism in your church or you have friends who would be interested, go to com. You can sign up. If you want to help sponsor some airtime with some of our really nifty outreach three-minute shows, you can help us at the site there. Or if you want to help keep our teaching show going as we do on uh, Krista Radio here, you can do that at DougMurinRadio.com. Thank you so much for considering that, and we'll see you next week. And another way to support the Caught on Tape broadcast, when you purchase Logos Bible software products, a portion of those proceeds will benefit this radio program. Just go to Logos.com slash Caught on Tape. That's Logos.com slash Caught on Tape. Caught on Tape with Doug Murin is a listener and friend-supported program. Your help with the show and expanding the evangelism events of Doug Murin is appreciated. You can write Doug Murin, Caught on Tape, at one eight zero six Fifth 5th Street, Wenatchee, Washington, 98801. Or online at DougMurinRadio.com.